the Tree podcast. Hear me eating a cookie? I can hear that jet engine. (laughs) Yeah. That's my furnace. It's loud as fuck. Super annoying. You don't say. (laughs) I'm like a foot away. So hello, everyone. Welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Casey. This is Davis and Ian. And uh, we're beaming to you from all the way from southern Michigan to east Texas to whatever horrible godforsaken hovel you live in <laughs> mid michigan mid michigan whatever same yeah. thing thank you <laughs> and um ian has a pain in his balls he thinks it might yeah. be rocks my balls are all swollen cuz hayes casey hasn't been around to empty them <laughs> I think it's probably cancers because of that nuclear blaster that we can hear in the background of your apartment. It's <laughs> the nuclear furnace. I yeah. told you you could just bottle it and ship it to me. <laughs> I'll put it wherever you want. Uh, spackle your house with it. That'd be a great idea. Yeah. 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 So that's the uh, the maturity level. We're setting that one early for the uh, for the show. Not that there's ever like a, a high bar, but you know, at least you know out front that this is not going to be a power episode in which you're going to learn a lot of things or feel good about humanity as a whole. Yeah, we're kicking off 2016 with an all new set of low standards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to raise the bar on low standards. <laughs> Suck it. Meanwhile, Whatever. Davis, he got salmonella from eating uh, wet chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got salmonella, and uh, I immediately got over it in like 30 seconds. Well, I never said so. it was a strong strain. Yeah, it was it was very underwhelming salmonella. Uh, my body did a great job fighting it, so good job, me. This all stemmed from a conversation that uh, he was eating a rotisserie chicken and then instantly <laughs> got diarrhea because he thinks his body can't digest chicken skin anymore. It really can't. Like, I, I ate the chicken... Uh, <laughs> After after removing the skin from it, like at a at a different meal, and I was fine. In, in fact, I had multiple meals with the same chicken. Fine, first time had the skin because that's where all the flavor is, especially if it's rotisserie chicken and bouillard straight out. <laughs> so so that your meal was standing probably in your kitchen, just cutting <laughs> up a rotisserie chicken. And that was it? That was your dinner? Are you storing uh, it in that very secure box with the holes in the top that it comes in? <laughs> uh, okay, Ian, you you could be right on that one. Uh, I may have had something with it, but I doubt it. 
I think I had I had good intentions of eating more, but I think I got like frozen potatoes to cook, and I was like, well, fuck, my chicken's all hot and delicious. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and, and the potatoes would take like another half an hour. Screw that. I'm just going to eat some goddamn chicken. My dog, very impressed with the chicken. We both enjoyed it very much. I um, hope he gets the same reaction. <laughs> I mean, he may have, but he's he's been going out a lot, so I don't I don't really know. I'm pretty sure he's fine though. This is days ago. I hate those freaking rotisserie chickens. Why How are can you s- hate a rotisserie chicken? Why are they so wet? What is it's called moist, and that's the way that like prepared food should be no. if it's supposed to be moist. Moist is like, oh, you know, yeah. you cut into the chicken, and there's like a small you... residual level of moisture. Those things are sitting in like three gallons of water every time you buy one. They're disgusting. <laughs> I it's think like that's... a dirty waterlogged chicken, and no wonder <laughs> it gave you diarrhea. No, like, I think that's like, like your weird, sewage. your weird Kansas chicken water ours ours around here are just fine they're not yeah, bathing ever as there. you eat them yeah because the the other day it wasn't swimming <laughs> not at all yeah well, i hate it all depends things. though some places you get a rotisserie chicken the shit's in a bag yeah <laughs> the worst way to package a rotisserie chicken is to put it in a bag then it's yeah. really then it's definitely going to be wet that's a wet bird i think yeah i think yeah. burger does that I think it's just condensation, ultimately, that would lead to that moisture. You just have to pick it up, holding both legs, and just wobble <laughs> it off. Yeah. Or straw right through the top. Suck it out of there. Yeah. I prefer to drink my chicken. <laughs> no, you don't drink the chicken, you Drinkable ass hat. Poultry. You drink the juice. Ugh, that might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> It's just chicken sweat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Chicken was super hungover the day before it was killed. I'll eat beef sweat, but not chicken sweat. I draw a line. That's called a jus. A jus. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't drink it, but I'll dip my crappy sandwich in it. (laughs) This sandwich is so dry, I'll... Dip it in beef sweat just to get it down my gullet. You know what make this sandwich more tolerable? If it was wet and it stuck to my teeth. <laughs> you know what these mashed up potatoes need? The essence of a dead being. <laughs> Let's just, uh, you know, cook it up a little bit and you, see what happens. You know what I want? I want these GMO food scientists... To get busy and make a chicken that's all skin. <laughs> the skin's the best part. <laughs> Stop the... screwing around with the meat. Let's just have all skin. Or maybe you have a chicken with more surface area, so our skin-to-meat ratio is a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm no oh, scientist, but I think I could bring something to the table. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yes. I do know what white trash people want out of their food. <laughs> Right, you are in Texas right now. I was thinking about this the other day. You know what else they need to tackle? Okay, we've got GMO tomatoes, we've got GMO corn. Why don't we have freaking GMO bananas? Because then they would have big, disgusting bananas, which are just as disgusting as small bananas. No, okay. We need GMO bananas. 
bananas have like a 30 second window of acceptability when they're (laughs) eating like you either you eat them too early in which case you might as well just be chewing a eucalyptus leaf like a panda bear or you eat them too late (laughs) and it might as well be 100 percent peel you might as well just be peeling a big ball of peel and just eat the peel you just make bread out of it it is like uh it's about 20 seconds like you could you could have a green banana run to the store and come back to a brown one. Yeah, it's absolutely true. See, I want a banana that's the size of a small melon. That that's you too big. you just I, I like believe a, it. You just eat like a slice of watermelon. Uh huh. You know, like, and it's good for a month. So it's you buy one banana keeping. the size of a a, a throw pillow. And then you just cut slices off for your family, and you put it back in the fridge, and it's good for a while. Uh, Get on it, science. Nobody needs that because bananas are just dirt cheap. (laughs) Bananas are as close to free as food gets. You can get eight bananas for like a dollar. I think Uh, bananas are the only food item that's cheaper than just going to Taco Bell. And I'd rather starve. rather (laughs) starve than either version. Oh, man, I'd rather eat Taco Bell. You're not right. eating Taco Bell. You have diarrhea anyways. I say you lose. <laughs> have you guys seen the steak documentary on Netflix? I have not. Steak? This guy travels around the world to find the best steak. Oh, that sounds no. like a good job. Oh, it looked awesome. Did he find it? Yeah, some some place in somewhere over in Europe. Uh, some guy who raises raises cattle that are like fifteen years old. He slaughters them when they're like fourteen or fifteen years old. Really? Yeah, super old ones, and they're they're massive. But uh, it's it's kind of like they're kind of like Kobe steaks. So it's basically like uh, anti-veal? Like veal, you, you, you stick them when they're babies? These ones, <laughs> yeah, you right. wait until they're yeah. just old. Geriatric eggs. veal. They said that here <laughs> all right, They said that here we slaughter our, our cows at like 18 months. Yeah, because they're just raised steers. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they just, just pop out, you cut their nuts off, and then as soon as you can pack them full of enough food to make it worthwhile, you, you shoot them in the face. <laughs> you high five their face with what? A hammer. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. <laughs> they, they, they showed the. Uh... Kobe, where they get the Kobe steaks, the cows, and they basically look like my cat. <laughs> they're super fat and they have tiny legs, like pencils for legs. Yeah. Is that the uh, ones that they hang in harnesses so they can't walk around? They didn't show them doing that. But they I'm give sure them they, like massages they don't and stuff, don't that. they? The guy said that he does sometimes, but doesn't really do this stuff. Oh, it looked man. good. It was almost a white steak. Uh, white? So fat in it. Oh. Yeah, bo- oh, no. But it's not like gristle fat. It's like bacon fat. 
I don't know how that would look. Yeah. The way the guy described it, I imagine eating one of those is like eating uh, cotton candy meat. Cotton candy meat. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. I, I get what you're saying there. Sound like whistle. Right, right. I told you I get it. Anyway. Fuck off. Boring story. That just makes well, me think of uh, John Candy in that. What was that movie? Great Outdoors? Yeah. Where he's eating the big steak and he gets yeah. done and he's about to throw up and the guy's like, you have to eat it all. And the guy's like, oh, there's nothing left there but fat and gristle. <laughs> they keep eat like all the trimmings off it. <laughs> that was like the best movie ever when you were like 10. Yeah. It was so funny. I want to go to that's a real place. Or it's, you know, an idea of a real place. I think it's Texas too. The great outdoors? Well, uh, the restaurant. With a oh. huge st- Oh, there's a bunch of those. Yeah. Um Ian, there's a place in Vegas that Chubbs and I saw where everything is fried. And if you weigh over like three hundred pounds, like you get to eat for free or some shit like that. There's like a scale outside. With, like, huge numbers. I'd say numbers oh, three yeah. feet tall. Like, you stand on the scale. If you weigh X amount, you get to eat for free. What is that place called? It's the one that has the uh, everybody. The, the waitresses are all dressed in nurses' uniforms. and Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, cardiac called, like, Yeah, cardiac arrest. Is that what it's called? Cardiac grill or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. But, uh, eat for free? Yeah, if you weigh enough. It, That's, uh... it looked icky. Like yeah, it's it probably not good. Oh, I bet it's delicious. <laughs> it didn't Every look like fried. the kind of place that you wanted to go eat. <laughs> you say it looks delicious, and your internal organs are currently trying to kill themselves. Yeah. So yeah. you're obviously <laughs> a bad judge. Uh, have you ever been to a clean Chinese restaurant? No. Uh, the food Express. sucks. The food always sucks. <laughs> If you go to a really filthy one, the food's always good. Uh, I believe it. I believe well, it. Um, we went to a place in Louisiana the other day, and it reminded me of uh, Empress of China. That's what I was just going to say. That's like probably, uh, I guess, because of its location, one of the greasiest places ever. But it's really uh, good. It is. It's great food. Greasy as in literal grease or greasy as in uh, Trailer Park Boys greasy? <laughs> trailer Park Boys. Because it's, it's right next to uh, to a strip club. To the strip club. Actually, it's it's right next door to one and across the street from a different one. I've never seen that place. It's, it's, okay. it's there. There's that one place that has all the Corvettes parked out front of it. Like all the old crappy Corvettes are parked there. It's right next to that. It is right you live in next... Burton. Why don't you just have, go look down I'll the road? To... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't. I guess I just need to keep my eyes peeled for it. At the one in just... Louisiana, I had uh, some sort of like kung pao alligator or something like that. Gross. It was good. Huh. It was just great. Typical Chinese food, but with alligator. 
It's so funny. They would just switch it up for alligator because of where it's at. Yeah. I you know, I, I, I take it that none of this stuff is actually Chinese food. That we eat, besides some rice. I don't think they have meat in China. <laughs> or if they do, it's like, here's some jellyfish we scooped off the beach. Yeah, it meows at you first. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ah, Dinner. A, this, Bang. Is, this is a bloated body we found floating in the river. Oh, <laughs> it accidentally fell in and then died. Just instantly from pollution. Yeah, this one accidentally breathed the air, so hurry up and get to it. Yeah, it wasn't wearing a SARS mask. <laughs> because that does so much good everywhere. Yeah, we saw we saw some of those in uh, Vegas, too. Yeah. Kind of weird. It I is weird. In Fenton, like a year ago. I saw one in Wichita last night. I was like, what you doing? <laughs> What's up, player? Why are you so <laughs> dumb? It's not going to keep you from getting diabetes, Miss Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, there are certain things that, like, when you see them, they're just like, they put you, they make you uneasy. Like, those masks are one of those things. You see somebody wearing one of those masks, and you're like, Oh, what what do you have that you're trying to protect yourself that way? Or whatever. You right. Know? Or like when you see somebody like, I don't know, open carrying a gun or like, I don't know, you see you walk into an airport and there's like a cop there with a a rifle. Like it just looks weird. It's It, it makes you uneasy. Like what is Seems. going on? You see that a lot? Cops with rifles? I've seen it before, but... In uh, airports? Not very often. How good is a rifle in a crowded place if you're a cop? <laughs> uh, pretty good <laughs> if you're trying to uh, mow them down. If you're not necessarily that. concerned about collateral. Yeah. You, know, you can just... <laughs> it's great, then. You can just punch right through all the, uh, the annoying people <laughs> yeah. that are in the way. <laughs> that are in the way. I'm saving <laughs> lives! Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys have heard about the the big standoff thing going on right now, or that occupation, really, what it is? People occupying a federal wildlife building in Oregon. Uh, yes. Yep. To to be honest, I've heard tidbits of it. I have not read any further into it, just because my day was kind of busy today. Well, the the people um, that they're protesting for who I guess, I take it, didn't ask them to protest for him, um, turned themselves in. Huh. Well, okay, did you read the story on them? So these people, they've been in scuffles and stuff with the federal government over land usage and stuff since, like, the 90s, it sounds like. It's kind of similar to that Cliven Bundy guy that, you know, there was the big standoff at his ranch because he wouldn't want to pay his... uh his grazing fees and all that crap is yeah. kind of similar to that. Only these guys, like, they got convicted of setting fire to uh, uh, BLM land, so Bureau of Land Management. <clears throat> the first time, I I saw one or two articles that seemed to be from more left-leaning 
websites. They said that this guy shot a bunch of deer illegally on the BLM land and then burnt it to cover up the evidence, which sounds kind of ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But either way, the guy set fire to federal land a couple of times, claiming that he was trying to stop invasive species the first time, and that the second time he was trying to kind of curb uh, or protect his, his crops from wildfires that were going on. But uh, either way, they set two fires. So the federal government has uh, a mandatory minimum punishment for arson of federal land or federal property or whatever of five years. But the judge that was overseeing the case said, ah, that seems awfully ridiculous for burning like a small piece of land because it was like 100 acres or something, which in rural Oregon and Nevada is nothing right Mm. um so he sentenced one of them to like three months in jail the other one he sentenced to a year that was that was quite a few years ago that was like 2006 or 2008 or something like that but the federal government has been appealing their sentencing for all these years and so like they pushed this all the way up the chain and finally got the uh the sentence overturned and now these guys are having to go back to jail for five years to serve the mandatory minimum. That doesn't seem right. No, it seems it seems ridiculous, you know. And what a waste of time and money to to pour into that, you know. And they're like, well, they endangered, you know, federal land, and they, you know, endangered firefighters and stuff. I guarantee you, wherever they're at, there's nothing there. This is not like right. forests that they burned or whatever. But on the flip side of that, the dudes do seem like scumbags. They seem like kind of agitators that are purposely trying to cause trouble and stuff like that. Um, There's some child abuse allegations where apparently they, I don't know, they did some stuff. They punched a kid in the face and (laughs) rubbed his face in the gravel. And there was another one where a kid like carved his initials into his chest so they sanded it off. I don't know, it was just weird. They sanded it off? They sanded it off. Um, oh, this is, this several is, this... times making a kid walk from like town all the way to the ranch is like 10 miles kid got caught with tobacco underage so his dad made him eat two cans of skull oh wow <laughs> 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 you want to talk about having funny poops for a while oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's barely even funny that's uh just that's, horrendous that's child abuse yeah, so I mean, they don't seem like the greatest group of people. No. But five years, you know, more than ten years after the fact, after the crime was committed, seems like a lot for burning a few acres of land. Either way. I don't know. Yeah, they should get five years for sandpapering their kid. <laughs> Not for burning some Dude, I don't think grass. it was like an electric sander. I think they were hand sanding. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's all about the the applied pressure, if you ask me. Right. What grit was it? (laughs) Yeah. Make a difference. I mean, if it was like a 400, then, you know, you know, it's. I I have shirts. I have a shirt that's like a 400. (laughs) That's just exfoliating it for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Ian's bath towels. What if it's it's 25? (laughs) This guy. 
Bringing up bath towels. You're the one that said you buy bath towels that just fall apart when you dry them. Yeah, your uh, your ghillie suits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you put them through one wash cycle and they just turn to a pile of strings. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so this whole conflict though is just an ongoing thing between ranchers and the federal government because you know I didn't know it, but I was reading online. The federal government owns 81% of the state of Nevada. That's a lot. 81% of all land there is Bureau of Land Management stuff. And it's not like it's just been that way. Like, they've expanded it several times. Like, they've seized property and things like that. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird situation. And in Oregon, which you don't really think of as, like, you know, this rural Nevada sort of place... They own 53% of land there. So there's like a struggle. The the eastern 50% of it. Yeah, I would think so. But there's like a struggle between the ranchers and stuff who think that the government is trying to basically push them out and take their land and stuff. And then the federal government who's like, hey, you want to run your cattle on, on the property here? You need to pay grazing fees. You know, that's just how it goes. And I, I don't know the size of the ranch and stuff like that, but I would assume that these guys are not like a little mom-and-pop operation with 200 head of cattle. They're probably giant ranchers with, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of cattle, I would think. But I don't know that for sure. I don't know. It's a weird situation. But these guys are not endorsing the the protests or whatever you want to call them the militiamen or whatever they're they're saying that they're not affiliated with them but the the two guys leading the protests are that Clive and Bundy guys sons or something of course so they're just they're just trying to pay it forward <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird situation but it is those guys sound stupid they're threatening violence they've got you know, a bunch of guns with them and stuff. Basically just making, like, all sane, conservative gun owners look like nut jobs. <laughs> Pretty much. Not doing it any good. And uh, there's there's been a lot of uh, talk about uh, Ian's best friend, Barry Obama, taking uh, all the guns away. Why is that my best friend? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Did you voted for him? What a... <laughs> oh man i will say this again i voted for gilligan and skipper i literally literally penciled in gilligan and skipper i'm writing in ian klukowski oh never heard of him oh check the terror list <laughs> <laughs> i'm writing in chub chub, chub. Yeah. just write your gamer tag that'd be great yeah <laughs> He made his gamer tag my name so that he can deface me on Xbox Live. Right, and he won't even know it. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of talk about gun control and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't if, even know what they're talking about, this gun control. Well, apparently Obama's like, what is, going to What's interview. on the table? Well, they're saying Obama's going to issue some executive orders on gun control. Like what? Um, I don't know. It's it's all kept pretty uh, 
pretty behind the scenes, and that's supposed to happen tonight. He's cool. he's going to have his executive order tonight, huh? Just, just overnight, turn a bunch of people into criminals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just making some laws up here in my tower. <laughs> oh, I wonder what they are. I don't know. Pro- I mean, everybody's talking like mandatory background checks. Yeah, for gun purchases, which is probably not such a bad idea. I'm not totally against it. No. And you know, like... Uh, I'm not exactly for it either, but I'm not going to get mad about it. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's like probably not going to stop any sort of violence. Definitely not. Uh, no, it's going to make all of the people who are uh, who have guns that are criminals still criminals that still have guns. That's it. Well, they, I just read something recently, and uh, most majority, vast majority of uh, people on the no-fly list, and when they apply for getting a gun, they just get it. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. Uh, well, that's that's what they're talking about. It's like closing some of the loopholes. Um, and and like the whole gun process, like being able to like buy one at like a gun show, and the fact that like uh, it, it's you're up to like a paper trail for selling certain firearms. So like if I if I sold Ian something, it would be up to like him or me to like take this stupid piece of paper that we're gonna assume that everything is correct on it and give it to like the police and give it to like the sheriffs and stuff like that. But if it doesn't happen then it's just in the wind. And if there's a discrepancy, you're fucked. Yeah, so it's, um, I think, it's speculation is, it's going to be a lot of, like, closing of those types of loopholes. Probably. They've been talking about it for a while. Well, I don't know. I think until they do something about private firearms transactions, which I'm not for them doing something about it anyways... But, I mean, you're never going to stop people from getting guns that want guns. I bought a pistol the other day in a gas station parking lot. We yeah. just A guy that I met on a forum, hey, you got this, I want that. Meet him, hand him some cash, walk off with a pistol. Yeah, at least here, uh, here you got to register pistols. Which, yeah, there uh, which you I do. Don't see, I don't see that as a bad thing, because... If I sell it to somebody else and something happens with that gun, it's not on me anymore. Yeah, that's true. So long as it was done properly. True. Right, that's the thing. You got to make, make sure, sure that that paperwork gets back to the sheriff's office or whatever, you know? Oh, I take it straight there. I don't send that shit in the mail. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that like a lot of people who don't really know much about the firearms industry or gun owners are like, yeah, background checks, that'll fix things. And then once it happens and it doesn't fix anything, then they're going to be like, well, look, we tried. We tightened regularly. We just got to take them out now. Just got to turn them in. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it was uh, said last podcast you know it's the people that don't have it to think that it's fine without it uh and i i think that's gonna 
be a pretty gnarly sticking point for whenever all of these, uh, you know, executive orders come through. And it's oh. going to be pretty messy. People are going to be mad. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. That probably uh, will increase support for nuts like these guys at the the BLM department or whatever in Oregon, you know. All of a sudden, people like that are going to be gaining sympathy. I can't wait to see Twitter erupt. <laughs> you know, I heard there was already uh, already backlash from from Trump about the speculated uh, executive orders that are going to go through. I think so if that's... Trump got elected, I think he would be the king of executive orders. Yeah, you're probably right. I doubt that guy has much respect for uh, due process. I think you are correct. That's why I'm voting. What's what's that guy that the video came out, the, the dude that was running for president in like Maryland or whatever that wears the boot on his head? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He calls no. himself Vermin Supreme or something like that. Have you seen that guy? No. Oh, but he's great. Sounds horrible. <laughs> I think he's just trying to like show how ridiculous the political process is. <laughs> great. Oh, and in process is just making a mockery of it. Top top video, Vermin Supreme. When I'm president, everyone gets a free pony. <laughs> Good, I'm hoping for him. I just want that good horse meat. I'm not gonna keep mine. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have it processed. You're gonna high five it with a hammer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Eighteen months yeah. is when we slaughter him. I don't know. Is that what you said? Eighteen months is normally when we uh when we make them into burger? Ian? Uh, Stoney's not paying attention right now. Well, I was reading about those exact words. <laughs> what? 18 months? We make them into hamburger? Yeah, yeah, 18 months. So is that just I think that's like... considered like old. Is that the window of time it takes to teach them how to eat out of your hand? So that's that just you the can window get them of time. close enough to whack them? <laughs> it's, it's a window of time to make them gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> That is horrible. <laughs> so we were at my grandpa's house the other day, and uh, he's you know he's like up in the Black Hills in South Dakota, and he's got these mule deer that come in, and he just holds out a bucket of food, and they eat out of the bucket, and he pats them on the head. That's badass. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, tons of deer. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Chubbs, what'd you do for New Year's, man? Uh, nothing. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I went to Star Wars again. What is, what is that, number three for you? No, number two. Four? Oh, okay, okay. It's not saw that it, bad. Saw it twice? Yeah. Did I you saw forget it a bunch of like... the shit that was in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I saw it once at the uh, like the local theater, which is kind of like a little bitty place, you know? 
And then uh, we went and saw it again at like the big theater where it's good sound system and stuff like that. It's a great movie. Did you get movie. to see it in, in multiple Ds? Uh, the second time I did, yes. And I hate multiple okay. Ds. That was definitely <laughs> oh, that's right. the last time I'm doing multiple Ds. I'm sticking to two so, Ds. Did they actually um, like utilize the 3D a lot? They did. And it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like, hey, pass me that thing. And then they like, oh, throw something at like the camera or anything like that. But it's Wanna like a lot of my like, sub sandwich. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you Somebody's know always good. carrying a ladder in a 3D movie. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no. Was... Uh, yeah. They'll go to a baseball game. No, it, it was it was pretty good because it was a lot of uh like interesting like um film work. So it wasn't like like I said, it wasn't objects like being thrown at you or anything like that. It was like uh the depth of the scene was a lot more like uh fluid. Mm-hmm. So like you'd you'd have something come closer and like this would pan out and this would feel like right in your face, you know. It was uh I think it was very well done. In that regard. So what, what did you think of the bad guy? Because everybody's got mixed opinions about him. I, honestly, I didn't mind him. I, I liked him as like a, a character in a movie. Because he seemed kind of conflicted and... Uh, I don't know. He got through it. I'm alright with that. And I liked I liked the fact that like when, when shit went wrong... He, he busted out his fucking lightsaber and was like, fuck, 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 and just beating the shit out of everything. Like, he was so pissed off, and I'm like, wow, that's that's exactly, like, how any human would act in that situation, which I thought was great. Like, you know, the originals, they had Darth Vader, and they're like, oh, hey, fucking James Earl, we couldn't find these people, and, you know, he was just like, okay, and that was it. You know, but this guy's like, choker. fuck! <laughs> yeah. He might get a little choke Dude, He's like throwing uh, temper tantrums and stuff like that. Like, he was oh, scary yeah. because he was unpredictable, kind of. Yeah, he was He was just, uh, he was, he was a bit of a loose cannon. And uh, I thought that aspect of it was pretty awesome. Well, I mean, you've seen the, like, the, the newer trilogy, right? Like the one, two, and three? No, sir. Well, that was part of the problem with, like, those. As you know, they have... They're building this character, Anakin Skywalker, through the whole thing. Who you know is going to become Darth Vader. And he just sucks the whole way through. He's just like this whiny, temperamental little douchebag. He pouts. He never does anything that you're like, whoa, wow. That was that was out of control. Or anything like that. He's just always kind of like... Yeah, no one understands me. Yeah. Don't look at my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, he just is a terrible, terrible bad guy, considering what he's supposed to be, like Darth Vader, this really scary dude. I thought the new guy was way better. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Uh, the rest of the characters, pretty forgettable. Don't really care. Han Solo was awesome. You know, he is who he is. That's about it. I, I I wasn't like like I said last week. Uh, 
you know, like when he came onto onto like the screen, there was like people behind me clapping and shouting and stuff like that in the back, which is really really stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it is it, like some people were just way over the top on that. Yeah. I mean, I think I think he did all right. I I think they made him kind of campy just because he came from that seventies era, though. Yeah. Like a lot of the, he had like a lot of like, good old boy one liners like ah this will get him blah 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 you know stupid shit like that. I like your gun. Yeah. I thought it was I don't good know. though. So I li- I liked it. Like I said, I thought it was a good movie for being a movie. I, I just, if I was like a, the world's biggest diehard Star Wars fan, you know, maybe I could find shit that would upset me. But man, I just. I'm not that person. People are just babies. I think, uh, yeah. like, I've seen several people, like, complaining about it on Facebook, and I'm like, ah, just be happy that they're making a new one. Like, I'm just happy there's more of them. Like, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what people expect. They expect, like, some cinematic masterpiece out of Star Wars. No, it's just a fun movie to go to, you know? Right. But, uh, I... I hate people talking and cheering in movies. Like, that's so annoying. And, like, it's one thing during Star Wars, but, like, I love going to horror movies in the theater, but I'm almost to the point where I don't, won't go to them anymore because people are just so irritating in a horror movie. Because <laughs> it's, like, always the junior high squad that's there. And it's like these dudes trying to show off and be funny for these girls. And then these girls like giggling and squealing throughout the whole thing, trying to be cute for the boys. They're so irritating. I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Now I know how you feel. You guys don't go to movies very often, so. I don't. Um... You never watch horror movies. And Stony there's muted, so he can't weigh in. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I was, but good. Uh, I want to go see Hateful Eight. Yeah, I saw that this weekend. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, I just watch movies at my house, though. It's pretty good. I don't think uh, Tarantino was in this one, unless I just missed him. Really? That's a first? I I don't think he was, but so I he mean, puts his own horrible, ugly face <laughs> in the movie, so I have to look at it. But soon afterwards, he gets killed. Yeah, he is an ugly man. So ugly. I think he's getting uglier <laughs> with age. Oh well, yeah, he's definitely not going to get more attractive. No, no, that's not going to happen. No. Samuel Jackson just keeps getting more and more awesome. As he gets older. He's great in this movie. Is Christopher Waltz in that movie? Uh, who's that? <clears throat> the guy that was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. The guy that first came in the house. The Nazi. Oh yeah. Yep. He's in it. Good. He doesn't he have in, as big uh, of a Django part Unchained, in those. Too. But you didn't like Django Unchained, did you? Well, you know, I watched it again the other day. And I liked it a lot the second time. I love that movie. I don't think it's something that uh, I would watch again, but it was pretty good. I've only seen it zero times, so... It's fantastic. It's extremely violent. 
Yeah. It's like a fantastical, you know, uh, remake of... <laughs> it's like a very colorful remake of 12 Years a Slave. Great. It's it's like that, but with a lot more shooting and dying. Uh, I just don't care. <laughs> Somebody's going to be offended by that somewhere. I just don't care. Well, that's convenient, you pasty douche. And see I've straight never... through your skin, you're so pasty. You see the veins in the side of your face? Yeah. Really, I don't know if maybe it's uh, maybe it's the lighting situation in your room there, but you look so white. It's because like I have I have two monitors and the one on the right hand side right now is just white. So if I do this, I look less white. <laughs> you look like a snowball with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm okay with that. I don't know. No, Ian, what's uh, what is your favorite uh Tarantino movie? Um uh, I guess it would have to be Pulp Fiction because that was the first one that I saw. No, yeah. Reservoir Dogs was the first one I saw. Um, probably Pulp Fiction, but they're all so good. They are pretty good, except for Grindhouse. Yeah, Death Proof. That was good for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, the and then it, it was awful. Super annoying. I liked the. Uh... Pulp Fiction, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I like that one. Where's Jackie that? Brown was pretty yeah, good. Those two are Brown's my top. Yeah, that one's good too. Kill Bill's awesome. Kill Bill is awesome. Reservoir Dogs is awesome. I've never seen. They're that. all good. What was the uh, last one? He did Django, and then before that was Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Uh, that one he did, um, Airbud. That was really good. Yeah, yeah Airbud. Air <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care for the sequels, but the original. Yeah, the original was that was just prize-winning theater right there. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have the classical status of like Beethoven, Beethoven two, but uh, right. but it's all I mean, right. I loved Beethoven when I was a kid. What about? Did you ever see the one where uh, Jeff Daniels? Is he flies the geese home to Canada or something? No. <laughs> you never saw that? For real? Yeah. <laughs> he like adopts no. some geese and then teaches them to fly with his little ultralight plane. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. That's that's almost as bad as my uh Airbud reference. That's that was probably horrible. I think anybody who's ever lived in Michigan, if they found orphan geese, would just be like, oh, good, this is six less geese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get my high five and hammer out. <laughs> oh, this is six less geese crapping on everything that I might ever use. <laughs> right. When I think of movies when I was a kid, I think my top shit is like Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And uh Three Ninjas. 
Yeah, yeah, three ninjas. I used to wish my name was Rocky so bad. <laughs> Casey's such a gay name, I hate it. Wish my name was Rocky. Be a ninja. Put laxative in, in people's was it, drinks. Was it Joe Piscopo that was in that movie? I have no idea. I don't think I've ever watched any of those all the way through. Cause weren't there a lot of uh, three ninjas? Yeah, I only yeah. saw, I think I saw two of them. I think I saw the, the second one. The third one had Hulk Hogan in it, and I never saw that one. That one. <laughs> he had Good one called theory. Suburban Commando. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I tried watching that not too long ago, and it doesn't hold up. <laughs> I'm sure Three Ninjas would, though. Yeah, I'm oh. sure. How three could it little, not? Three Little well, Baby Boys. <laughs> who would just who would just get killed? That's what would happen. Yeah, they would just be murdered. Yeah. What about uh, surf ninjas? Did you ever see that? Oh, I think I did. Oh, nope. I used to really I, like. Surf I think ninjas. I did. I'm gonna have to Google this so, so I can see the cover. Because back then I would have been looking at VHS. Yeah, absolutely. It was definitely VHS. The one kid had a had a video game that told him which way to go. He was a visionary. It was just like an iPhone, only bigger and dumber. <laughs> Terrible yeah, I'm graphics. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Did you ever see The Wizard? Was it The Wizard with Michael or with uh, Fred Savage? With uh, what did he have? Remote control cars or something? No. Oh, well, maybe he had a remote control car, but this was um when uh, it was like this. He had a little brother or something like that, and he was, I assume, autistic, and he was super good at video games. It was like when they debuted uh, Super Mario Brothers three. No, no, I never even heard of that. I don't. I never saw that. Well, it was awesome. He's got the power glove on in the in the cover. Ooh, power. You guys glove. remember the power glove, Casey? You wouldn't know. I, you know shit about the power glove. Did I you know what the power, power glove? glove is. <laughs> what was the what was the pad thing on the ground too? I think that was just the power pad. Power pad? Or if I may make the joke, the maxi pad. (laughs) (laughs) Have a lot of red spots on it that you had to step on? Actually, there were. It was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. What's some other ones? Cop and a half. Yeah, cop and a half. That was a good one. Awesome. Clifford? I never saw Uh, that. (laughs) Charles Grodin and uh, Martin Short. Yeah, I hate both of those people so much. <laughs> I don't know who Charles Grodin really? is, but Martin Short can eat a dong. What yeah, preferably Charles... a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Grodin, wasn't he also in uh, motherfucking Beethoven? Yeah. Uh, yeah, still hate that fucker. <laughs> Was he the dad? Yeah. He's the dad and yeah. everything. Oh, yeah, I just you know do not He's like kind of like a crappy Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park. That's what he reminds me of. <laughs> he's like him, but crappy. That's like... Uh, we got it. That's like... <laughs> Patrick Swayze is crappy Kurt Russell. <laughs> I think uh, um, Cliffhanger was my favorite movie when I was around 10. Cliffhanger, huh? Yeah, that one was yeah. pretty good at the Stallone? time. What about Daylight? Did you ever Maybe see that? Maybe you want to climb mountains. 
Damn. No. With this so. Stallone, and he was rescuing people in a collapsed tunnel. Oh, I did see that. That was a good one. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Air Force I One. Watched, uh, I watched Harlem Nights a lot and Beverly Hills Cop series. Um, yeah. I think so I've seen Beverly nothing. Hills Cop. I haven't ever seen Harlem Nights. You, you won't be able to. You're not old enough. And they say, they say inappropriate words that your precious ears can't handle. <laughs> but I thought Thanks it was... for the warning. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. So, like, uh, me and my sisters watched that a lot. And it was pretty good. Stallone fans are going to hate me for this, but uh, my favorite Stallone movie is Over the Top. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rocky Five, and I was going to punch you no. through the computer screen. No, it's better than Rocky. Over the Top, huh? Over the Top. Have you ever seen it, Chubbs? No, I've never seen it. So, uh, arm wrestler. Yeah. And he takes his kid who's got a great life ahead of him, and teaches him how to drive truck and arm wrestle instead. <laughs> With, like, a, a system of, like, weights and pulleys and shit in his big rig. So, like, when he's driving, he's just working out one arm pumping. the whole time. So yeah. he's just Popeyeing himself. Pumping that jack-off stick. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, that's I was going to say. He's going to yank his dick off one day. He's got a super strong dong clamp. <laughs> On that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this before the internet says that we can't do this anymore because this is, this is dry. This is horrible, painful. <laughs> dry like a 200 grit shirt. <laughs> Rubbing away all my sweet tattoos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, ladies, gentlemen, thanks for listening. This has been. Three on the tree, and we'll see you again, or never, next week. Bye. Goodbye, folks.